0: I know because of the giant beard, you probably think I'm like super hairy, but from the neck down, just completely shaved. No bush at all. None? hmm None. Mm. I wax down there. Oh, I don't do that. I do. I wax my pad. I call it my pad on the front. I wax that. And you ever used nair before? hmm I nair the taint in the insides of my thighs. Yeah. That shit burns. Yes, it does at first, but after you do it a couple of times, it, it goes away.
1: I can't read? Mm-hmm. So this might be wrong, but I I had someone read the instructions to me. You're supposed to put that on and then go to work. Mm -hmm. And then when you get done from work,
0: you're supposed to wash it all off. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It burns quite a bit. Yeah, that's uh, that's not how you do that at all. Coming to you from high atop the mendacious building in beautiful downtown Chattanooga.
2: It's the Bulldogash Syndicate. And now here's your hosts, Chip and James. <coughs>
0: I'm not chip. And I'm definitely not James. I had to stop at Wendy's on the way home and grab something to eat because I wasn't going to have time to eat when I got here. Yeah. And I knew we were going to be drinking. So I stopped there at Wendy's and I go in because the drive thru is packed and there's a dude in front of me not wearing a mask and he's just fucking just (coughs) just fucking coughing all over the place. Gets up there and. Like the chick is finishing up the the order for the dude that was in front of him, and mm-hmm. that guy, if he pays and walks off, and she's, I guess, finishing everything up or whatever, and that dude gets up there and is like, "Yeah, just let me get a uh, just let me get a crispy chicken." She so said, "Sir, can you hang on just one second, please?" He said, "Hang on, yeah, I guess I can." Just coughing all over the fucking place, all over the cash register. And then uh, she says, okay, how can I help you? And he was like, you know, just give me a crispy chicken sandwich. Sorry, that'll be whatever and some change. And he counts out $1 bills and gives it to her and pulls out a wad of change. And starts counting change. He said, well, just give me my money back because I'm 20 cents short. And she said, oh, no, that's fine. I got it. And she sticks her hand out. And that asshole has a fistful of fucking change, just slams it down in her hand and fucking change goes all over the fucking floor everywhere. And he just says, thanks. And fucking just walks off.
2: The fuck,
1: What the fuck is wrong with people? Right. I was watching a video and it's an older video of this dude that does like daily blogs or whatever. And he's fucking at Disney World. Yeah. And there was like a this massive crowds of people. You know, it's Disney World. Mm -hmm. And I realized that massive crowds of people disgust me now. (laughs) Like, I'm fucking. I just like, it's just like all those fucking people around you and fucking like all their shit. Like, I'm becoming a germaphobe Mm -hmm. through all this shit. Like, I don't want that many fucking people
0: around me. Who the fuck wants that? My dad has always been like that. (laughs) Ever since I was a kid, my dad always kept a roll of paper towels behind the seat in the truck. Yeah. And whenever he stopped to get gas, he'd get out and rip off two paper towels and then grab the, the gas pump with that and, like, wrap the paper towel around his finger and then touch the buttons on the thing. Really? Yeah. And any public pool, there was no way he was getting any fucking public pool. He always called them piss ponds. Really? Yeah. I'm going to dye my hair blonde so that you think I'm dirty. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I don't know what it is about blonde hair. It's gross. It is really gross. <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it at all, not a fan you're, you're gonna
1: wake up one morning, you're fucking here it's gonna, You're gonna look like fucking Ugh, 19, fuck.
0: 19, early 1990s Eminem <laughs> I just want to go ahead and apologize for last week's show But yeah, last week's show was uh... It was pretty bad, I don't know why it was so bad I think it's because there was a lot of pressure on it
1: Why was there a lot of pressure?
0: Not necessarily pressure on the show, just like I was like all excited <laughs> to do it I was like, it's gonna be a good show Yeah And I guess I just put too pressure on myself have you ever been to uh, like a renaissance festival before? All, all
1: the time. For real? No. You've never been to one? Never. Um, I don't think like they have
0: those around here.
1: Yeah, they do. Oh, they must be secret. Where people are in character. Have you ever been to a place where like like a restaurant, like one of those themed restaurants or something and people are in character and they want you to fucking join in? Does Dick's it's- Last Resort count?
0: Because <laughs> I've been there <laughs> oh. and I'll never go back
1: it's traumatic the uh basically what it is it's all the fucking uh the drama club nerds get to play mm-hmm. type of a thing yeah so like you'll go to a renaissance festival and it won't just be the people that are working the renaissance festival that are fucking like huzzah and fucking trying to make you yeah. like
0: you know to try some of our delicious mead
1: yeah like they're pretending okay. as they, you're, you know <laughs> the people go to visit and they're pretending to yes yeah gotcha yeah it makes me highly uncomfortable when they're really having that, trying to have that conversation with me. Like, I see people who like go woohoo and they join in and they all like they're, you know, having a good time. But I'm yeah. like, you like any type of acting or
0: pretending mm-hmm. in real life mm-hmm. makes me uncomfortable. You know what makes me uncomfortable? Is I went to the fucking wax museum and saw how tall, uh, fucking Johnny Depp and Orlando Blumar in they're, person. They're little people. And they're so small, yeah. And it's weird. <clears throat> I don't know what it is. Like you just, I don't know, just what you see in movies and what is actually happening. Okay, is not the same thing. No, no, at all whatsoever, and it's disconcerting. Johnny Depp used to play in the band uh, in a local band
1: called Kids down in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And at the time, me and my friend had gone through. We started off with like hair metal bands. And then we shifted over. We found Ozzy, and then we found all of Ozzy shit, all the Black Sabbath shit. And then we said, "Oh fuck, Metallica's out now, right?" So we started getting like harder and harder and harder. Yeah. And the next thing you know, we're standing in front of the fucking stage at Summers on the Beach while Kids is playing and going to Johnny Depp. Boy, you got a pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like just fucking with that dude the his entire yeah. set, and then he turns out to be Johnny Depp.
0: I know, right? What the <laughs> fuck? I love Johnny Depp. I do. I think yeah. I'm in love with Johnny Depp. Yeah. I think I'm discovering a lot about myself. <laughs> and I don't know what to do with all this information. I'm not gay. Like, there's no way I'm gay. But some men are just attractive. And oh, yeah. Johnny, Johnny Depp is one of them. Oh, yeah. He's he's pretty. hmm Yeah. Beautiful mouth. Yeah. Apparently, he's uh, <laughs> fucking kind of abusive. But allegedly. Allegedly. Don't make me go back to you-know-who. I'm going to still... Speaking of Ron Jeremy, (laughs) you know... (laughs) Yeah, we found out that he worked at Hutton & Smith. Yeah. Okay, so I never actually saw the picture of him that you saw that day. And you were like, holy shit, it's Ron Jeremy. So... The other night, I happened to think about that in bed about the whole Ron Jeremy thing because I think about Ron Jeremy a lot. I (laughs) I remember you. I was just like,
1: I'll be laying in bed, three o'clock in the morning, going, "What? I wonder what Ron is doing right now." I got a little bracelet that says, "That says what would Ron do." Obviously, Ron
0: (laughs) would pull his dick out on a fucking 18-year-old. And then beat the fuck (laughs) out of her with it. (laughs) Oh, and then it's like, allegedly, your honor. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) but I was just thinking about Ron Jeremy and the... I was thinking, you know, I never saw the picture of that dude at Hutton and Smith. So I get on Hutton and Smith's Instagram and I start scrolling. I'm like, is that him? I was like, no, that doesn't look like Ron Jeremy. I was like, is that him? No, that doesn't look like him. Scrolling, and scrolling. And... Holy fuck, it's Ron Jeremy. <laughs> it was just like, in <laughs> yeah. the picture only had like eight comments on it. And one of the comments was like, is that Ron Jeremy? <laughs> oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's Awesome. I just think you know how there's a lot of people out there that look like other people. Of all the people to look like (laughs) you got Ron Jeremy. (laughs) Yep. (sighs) Uh, I wanna I call it RJ
1: Jeans. I wanna meet the the kid that looks like the dude from Hills Have Eyes. (laughs) He grew up looking like that dude. I don't know what you're talking about. The dude with the twisted ears and the fucking bug eyes and shit. No, you never seen that guy. No, yeah, Google that shit. Hills Have Eyes, motherfucker. That's Hills a- <laughs> Have. <laughs> That's why every once in a while I'll I'll be out in the middle of nowhere and I'll fucking roll up to a gas station and the whole place will be filled with a cast of fucking Hills Have Eyes. <laughs> They're all fucking like web feeded motherfuckers. <laughs> Let's see. You cannot miss him. He's a fucking anomaly, and he's
0: been. The- oh, you're talking about the Michael Berryman. Is that who you're talking about? Uh, I don't know. That dude right there. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Why does he look like that? (laughs) (laughs) What what is... He appeared in the 1985 Motley Crue video for Smoking in the Boys Room. Yeah. That's scary. Yeah. He's from Asheville, right? (laughs) (laughs) I believe so. (laughs) Eleven terrifying facts about the hills have eyes. All the characters really look like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, oh shit! I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, good. You feeling good? I'm feeling good. This is fun. <laughs> we're pre gaming. We're pre gaming beer time. <laughs> we're uh, real alcoholics, so beer time doesn't because the show's never fun until beer time. Yeah. So we're pre gaming with some uh, Chattanooga whiskey. From where? Where is this from? What do you mean? Where is it from? Where is it from?
1: <laughs> Where's Chattanooga whiskey this is from? Asheville. <laughs> it's from downtown Chattanooga. Somebody's—they're making it in the basement. Okay, that's it, that's that's the other thing. Okay, here's here's the fucking deal. Ninety-one proof. I um, let's
0: put that away before I get in trouble.
1: Yeah, I was uh <clears throat> coming home last night at fucking three thirty, four o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I was talking to you on the way to downtown at seven o'clock at night, mm-hmm. and I told you it was all backed up right there where the fucking curb is, right? Yeah. Right. Split. Yeah. Back up. <laughs> Like, crazy. Coming back was fucking worse at 4 o'clock in the morning. You gotta be shitting me. They had that motherfucker shut down to one fucking lane. Because it was so late. That's why. Dude. And then when you got to the other side of it, now you're just... It's, it's nothing but a fucking... It's nothing. It's a sea of fucking semis trying yeah. to catch up. Which yep. is fucking terrifying in the middle of the night when all these guys are fucking just like swerving all over the fucking place trying to... Get to Atlanta or wherever the fuck they're headed. That's a, that's what I was gonna say. Who and by the way, whoever fucking thought that that was a good idea can go fuck themselves. Because yeah, it, it.
0: wasn't. A, there was nothing wrong with the way it was before. Like yeah. yeah, it was pretty bad before, but you just made it. Yeah, you didn't improve anything at all. No, you did not fucking help. And it's like that everywhere. So this is the thing.
1: Back in the day, there's that split there, right? Mm-hmm. We're the that's the hub. That's the fucking. You can go east, west, north, south. You can get the fuck anywhere in the anywhere, country from there. Right there. We have the Tennessee River, yep. right? Back in the day, when they were doing like um, the Prohibition shit,
2: mm-hmm.
1: the mayor, I believe it was the mayor or the governor of Georgia, the mayor of Atlanta or the governor of Georgia, put forth this thing saying that um, when, they came, when we came out of Prohibition, because at one point, all fucking whiskey in the country flowed through fucking Chattanooga. All mm-hmm. of it came down the Tennessee River throughout the whole country. This mm-hmm. is how everybody got their shit right, right here in Chattanooga. So it was either the mayor or the or the governor of Georgia kept Hamilton County uh, a like a dry county, like you weren't allowed to make liquor mm-hmm. until recently. You weren't allowed to make liquor, and the guy that came up with Chattanooga whiskey is the guy that petitioned to make, be able to fucking make whiskey again. But because they did that shit. Chattanooga would have been the international fucking hub that Atlanta is now. They stole
0: it from a Chattanooga.
1: Yeah. So fuck Atlanta. <clears throat> I'm glad they did. Yeah. Yeah. I kinda. mean, but yeah. still,
0: because it's kind of it's almost like a hidden gym. Yeah, that's what so
1: keeps, That's what all these motherfuckers moving here keep telling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, look, it's a hidden gem. Let's go tell yeah. all of our fucking friends, and yeah. then they'll do, tell for tilting. And you're just like, hey, hey, sh- sh- don't come, here, come
0: back, come here, come here, come here. <laughs> come here.
1: <laughs> let's take a let's take a walk out in the woods. Let's uh, <laughs>
0: let's ride over to Cinema One <laughs> real quick. I want you to meet some friends. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so,
1: and then the next morning, I I had to go back. Like I woke up right before my appointment and had to fucking speed my ass all the way. There's a fucking sign. You know those those signs that tell you um, the speed limit signs? Yeah. And
0: they flash if you're fucking speeding.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And so it's, it tells you the sign says what you should be going. Then below it, it tells you what you are going. Yeah. And if you're going yeah. over it, it starts flashing at you going, oh, are you are fucking yeah. up? You're fucking up, dude. Yeah. But you know what this one did that I've never seen before? A frowny face. A fucking frowny face. <laughs> they don't all do that. No. Like, like Okay. So that, I think it goes, it tells you what the speed limit should be. Uh-huh. And then down below it, it tells you what you're going. If you're going like five over or something like that, it starts flashing. Right. And I think it's like 10 plus over. It's just like frowny face. <laughs> and that is it. Yeah. And that's all it does. And they.
1: Uh, and then you get pulled over by a fucking cop with one of those big frowny face masks <laughs> on. He just sits there and shakes
0: his head at you. And, and then you drive off. Anytime that me and Sierra C1, I'm like, I got to make it do the frowny face. So I just fucking floor <laughs> it. And then normally when I get right, there at it. It's like. It's like mm. a real life video game now. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, mm. uh, I think it's having the opposite effect if they wanted to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna
1: do this one. This is this might be something you like.
2: Welcome to the motherf- podcast. Now it's time for on this day with Chip and Jane. Pay attention. You may learn some.
0: Oh, that kid would be so fucking disappointed. I know, right? Are we going to learn some shit today? Yes. Oh, and by the way, welcome to the motherfucking podcast. (laughs) (laughs) On this
1: day, March 23rd, 1912, born in this small town. I'm going to mispronounce a lot of shit in this one. Okay. Have you read this? Uh, I skimmed over it earlier. Okay, <clears throat> Warner von Braun was born in Wartz in the province of Proz- Prozen Province in what was then the German Empire, what is now Poland. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the family moved to Berlin in 1950, where his father worked at the Ministry of the Interior, like at Hogwarts type of thing. 1915. 1915. Sorry. Uh, After Warner's confirmation, his mother gave him a telescope, and he developed a passion for astronomy. Here in 1924, the 12-year-old Warner, inspired by speed records established by Max Vallier and Fritz von Opel in rocket-propelled cars, caused a major disruption, disruption in a crowded street by detonating a toy wagon to which he had attached fireworks. He was taken into custody by the local police until his father came to get him. Uh, In 1930, von Braun attended a presentation given by August Picard, a Swiss physicist, inventor, and explorer known for his record-breaking helium-filled balloon flights with which he studied the Earth's upper atmosphere. After the talk, the young student approached the famous pioneer of of high-altitude balloon flight and stated to him, You know, I plan on traveling to the moon at some time. And Picard was said to have responded with encouraging words. Okay, so now we got to backtrack a little bit. Mm -hmm. The Treaty of Versailles was the most important of the peace treaties that brought World War I to an end. The treaty ended the state of war between Germany and the Allied powers. It was signed on the 28th of June of 1919 in the Palace of Versailles, exactly five years after the assassination of Archduke Franz Ferdinand, which was what directly led led to the to the war in the first place, right? Yeah. The treaty required required Germany to disarm, make ample te- territorial concessions, and pay reparations to certain countries that had formed the uh, the entate powers. In 1921, the total cost of these reparations was assessed at 132 billion gold marks, which was then $31 billion, roughly the equivalent of $442 billion in 2021. At the time, economists, notably John Maynard Keyes, predicted that the treaty was too harsh um, and said that reparations of that figure was excessive and counterproductive. Views that since then have been subject of ongoing debate by historians and economists. In other words, they were saying if you punish them harshly, mm-hmm. they're only going to get mad about it. Which, that was World War One. Apparently, they got mad about it.
0: Apparently. Right? Yeah.
1: Allegedly. Uh, and some some people... Criticized the treaty for being too lenient on Germany. Uh, According to Norman Davies, von Braun was able to pursue a career in rocket science in Germany due to a curious oversight in the Treaty of Versailles, which did not include rocketry on a list of weapons forbidden in Germany. (laughs) No handguns, no automatic weapons. What about rockets? Oh, that's not a thing. Yeah. Oh, you're good. <laughs> Got it. No problem. Yeah. So now we go back. Uh, Von Braun joined the SS Horseback Riding School on November 1st of 1933. As I feel a, like
0: this just took a turn.
1: <laughs>
0: As out of, a, of nowhere. <laughs>
1: Okay, as an Ugh. SS candidate, he left the following year in 1940. He joined the SS and was given the rank of junior storm leader in the Algemeen SS, and he was issued a membership. Yeah, damn right he was. Okay, uh, he now says he's von Braun had an ambivalent and complex relationship with the Nazi Third Reich. He applied for membership. Of the in the Nazi party on November 12th of 1937 and was issued membership. They gave you a membership number. At the time, Germany was highly interested in the American physicist Robert Goddard's research. Before 1939, German scientists occasionally contacted Goddard directly with technical questions. Uh, so World War I rolls around. Germany's not allowed to have any fucking weapons. But all of a sudden, these physicists that are working on rocket science are contacting an American physicist and going, hey, what did you do here? Yeah. How did you make this do that? Yeah. Right?
0: And they're just like, oh, yeah, easy. <laughs> yeah, no problem. I got you. <laughs> right? I'll draw you a picture.
1: Uh, von Braun used Goddard's plans from various journals and incorporated them into the building of the aggregate A series of rockets. The first successful launch of an A-4 took place on the 3rd of October, 1942. The A-4 rocket would become well-known as the V-2. On December 22nd, 1942, Adolf Hitler ordered production of A-4 as a vengeance weapon. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the Peen P- Monday group developed it to target London. According to von Braun's 7th of July, 1943 presentation of a color movie showing an A-4 taking off, Hitler was so enthusiastic that he personally made Von Braun a professor shortly thereafter. In Germany at this time, this was an exceptional promotion for an engineer who was only 31 years old. SS General Hans Kimmler, who as an engineer also constructed several concentration camps because you need an engineer to fucking construct a comp- concentration c- camps, including Auschwitz, had a reputation for brutality. And had originated the idea of using concentration camps as pr- camp prisoners as slave laborers in the rocket program. Arthur Rudolph, chief engineer of the V 2 rocket factory at, Pitt, at the Peen Monday, uh, endorsed this idea in April 1943 when a labor shortage developed. More people died building the V 2 rockets than were killed by it as a weapon. Von Braun admitted visiting the plant at Middlework on many occasions and called conditions at the plant repulsive, but claimed never to have personally witnessed any deaths or beatings, although it had become, had become clear to him by 1944 that the deaths had occurred. He denied ever having visited the uh Mutabal Dora concentration camp itself, where twenty thousand died from illness, beatings, and hangings and intolerable working conditions. So he's denied all of this. That
0: uh talking about more people died building the V two rockets than were killed by it mm-hmm. as a weapon. You know what that reminds me of? Huh. The movie The Dictator. Uh, the Sasha Sasha uh, Baron K- Cohen? Yeah. No, I don't know why. Why have you seen the movie? Yeah, I have, but it's been so, for so long. He's got those uh he's got that scientist building. Building that rocket, and he wants to build it with a with a he has to build it with a rounded tip instead of a pointy tip. Yes. And he goes in and looks at it, and he's like, "Why is the tip not pointy?" He was like, "Well, because mm-hmm. of you know aerodynamics." He was like, "This has got to be pointy." He's like, "No, it can't be." He was like, "Okay, you just do whatever you want." That he walks away and he looks at him, and he's like, <laughs> <laughs> they take him off?" <laughs> Uh, sim, some
1: prisoners claim von Braun engaged in brutal treatment or approved of it. Guy Morand, a French resistance fighter who was pr- a prisoner at Dora, testified in 1995 that after an impaired sabotage attempt, von Buren abor- uh, uh, ordered a prisoner to be flogged. While Robert uh, Cosbon, another French prisoner, claimed that von Braun stood by as prisoners were hanged by chains suspended by cranes. <laughs> Hmm. Uh, however, these accounts may have been a case of mistaken identity.
0: Yeah, allegedly.
1: Uh, yeah. Former Brookwald in- inmate Adam Kabali claims that von Braun went to a concentra- concentration camp to pick slave laborers for his fucking rocket uh, production. Uh, in 1945, we're going to go through timeline here. In yeah. 1945, Braun and his entire team surrendered to an Amer- American troops willingly and were at the U.S. Army. Ordnance core test site in white sands where they reworked on a captured v2 for high altitude research studies so in other words we we found all these fucking scientists and we took them back to the united states yeah and they said no we didn't do anything bad okay sounds good yeah right you work for us now <clears throat> yeah i think this might have been part of operation paperclip on march 1st 1947 he married his maternal cousin in a lutheran church in germany and the couple had three children. So, in 45, he's in the United States. In 47, he's getting married in Germany mm-hmm. to his cousin. It'd be uh, like that. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. Sometimes. God, lonely. Yeah. Sometimes your cousin's the only one that understands you. Yeah. Uh, in 1952, he was made the technical head of the U.S. Army Ordnance Guided Missile Project in Alabama, where his team successfully launched Jupiter-C, Redstone, Perishing, and Juno missiles. In April 15, 1955, he received his naturalized American citizenship. January 58, Braun and his team launched the first American artificial Earth satellite, Explorer 1. In 1960, he became the first director of the Marshall Space Flight Center that was opened by NASA. He occupied this position until 1970. He became the chief architect of Saturn V launch vehicle, which successfully launched the Apollo spacecraft to the moon in 1969. He came into limelight for his development of the Saturn V booster rocket that helped land the first men on the moon. On July 1st, 1972, he left NASA and became vice president of an aerospace company, Fairchild Industries, in Germantown. Um, In 1975, he established a space advocacy group called National Space Institute and became the first president and chairman. All right. Upwardly mobile fucking German. Yeah. Uh, in 1987, the Institute merged with L-5 Society, another space society, to form the National Space Society. On December 31st, 1976, he retired from Fairchild Companies due to health problems. And he also authored several books like Conquest to the Moon, 1953, and Space Travel, A History, 1985. In 2018, an American manned mission lands on the moon. The lander carries two astronauts. One of them is an African-American male model named James Washington, specifically chosen to aid the U.S. president on her reelection. Upon landing on the far side of the moon, they encounter descendants of Nazis who escaped to the moon in 1945. Washington is taken captive and other astronaut is killed. Nazi scientist Dr. Richter examines Washington and obtains his smartphone, which he later recognizes having more computing power, Power than the nineteen forties style computers of the Fourth Reich enabling him to use as a control unit for their giant battleship. This is all bullshit. Um Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the,
0: the whole entire thing.
1: <laughs> no, just just the fucking Okay. James
0: Washington. <laughs>
2: Gather round while I sing you a Werner von Braun, a man whose allegiance is ruled by expedience. Call him a Nazi, he won't even frown. Nazi schmazi says Werner von Braun. Don't say that he's hypocritical. Say rather that he's apolitical. Once the rockets are up, who cares where they come down? <laughs> That's not my department, says Werner von Braun. <laughs> some have harsh words for this man of renown. But some think our attitude should be one of gratitude. Like the widows and cripples in old London town, who owe their large pensions to Werner von Braun. You too may be a big hero. Once you've learned to count backwards to zero In German or English I know how to count down And I'm learning Chinese Says Werner von Braun
0: I have to say Yes Thoroughly impressed With It's actually a pretty good song Yeah Yeah, It's uh It's catchy (laughs) He's got a my favorite part was so what when the rockets go up, it's not my department where they come down. Yeah. I like that a lot.
1: Dude. Okay, so I go to Dunkin' Donuts the other day. (laughs) (laughs) And Warner von Braun was there. (laughs) I met, I met I met the uh in the drive-thru, right? And I've already pretty much had it with fucking like all these places. Yeah. Everywhere. Everywhere it's just they They fucking sucks. Yes. So I am standing there looking through the window and the chick takes my card and then walks away. And then I see her like standing and looking around like she's like 10 feet away from the fucking thing. Uh And she just like throws some shit on the floor, like fucking like crumples up some shit, just drops it on the floor. Uh huh. I'm like, what the fuck is that, right? I'm thinking, oh, maybe there's a garbage can there. And then, like a couple of seconds later, she does it again, like ten feet away over the, from that spot. Throws some, just she's just throwing shit on the floor, like opening up a package or something, and then just throws the shit on the ground. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then I start looking at the counter, and the counter's destroyed, right? Like it's later in the afternoon, so they're probably fucking, you know, been swamped all day or whatever. Yeah. So then the girl comes over and she hands me my my bagel, and then like. I'm sitting there going, like, where the fuck's my coffee? huh I said, I, there's supposed to be a coffee. She goes, oh. And then they have to go and make my coffee. Uh-huh. So, I'm sitting in the thing, like, now I'm like, what the fuck, man? Like, and I'm watching this chick. She goes and she takes the the and lows package. Uh-huh. She's smacking the fuck out of them. And she pours them into my coffee. And she throws them on the ground. All right. And I'm
0: like... Got to be sticky in there.
2: Yeah,
1: I'm like, I'm not fucking getting anything from this fucking place again. God damn. Yeah, like so, I'm I'm pretty much done with the drive-through thing. I think. So, so
0: what about Nazis? <laughs> Made you think
2: about that?
0: Oh, Duncan sounds German. <laughs> Duncan. <laughs>
1: well, all right. That was uh. <laughs>
0: In my head, it was a good segue. <laughs> yeah, I, it transitioned like seamlessly. <laughs> Nobody noticed. Nazis, Warner von Braun, Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> we do a lot of Nazi
1: sitter. And all, I You love know what it. it is? Is because you told me you like the fucking. Oh, whole, this I love side. it. Yeah,
0: I really do. I absolutely love it. Whenever I go to the Army Navy store in Chattanooga, that's the first <laughs> stuff I look at. <laughs> I looking at the Nazi shit. Yes. Is there Nazi shit in there? Yeah, they've got uh like World War II memorabilia and a display. Like you walk in the door and immediately to the right there's a big long display case with stuff in it that's it's not for sale. It's oh, just, it's from their personal collection. Yes. <laughs> yeah, it's <a laughs> personal collection. It's like, hey hey buddy, we'll
1: come in the back room and see my collection. <laughs> I'm like fucking got hand grenades I'm, and all kinds of I shit. I point out there. At it and I'm
0: like, hey man, really like the uh you know the SS bolts and the Nazi stuff there. He's like, Yeah and I'm like I give him like the nod I'm like yeah man he's like come with me <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is what we call the farmer stash <laughs> he was like come down in the basement I'm like you guys got a basement he's like yeah behind this hidden wall <laughs> and you go down there and it's like all like Nazi generals and stuff sitting well, at a bar we, fucking, we, we, fucking, we, go, we, we go down here and drink talk shit about Sleepy Joe <laughs>
1: there you go uh... as you've been <laughs> <laughs> It's a fucking weird bar, man. It's a weird bar for Chattanooga to have. (laughs) A bunch of dudes in fucking Nazi SS uniforms. Did you hear what them fucking libtards did today? I don't know what you're hiding out for. I mean, that's just fucking most bars around here. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of
0: drinking beer at a bar, let's go to beer time. Oh, yeah, please. It's beer time
2: with Chip and Chase. One is a jerk and the other is insane.
1: So I moved into this fucking apartment, right? Every time I flush the toilet, it's like it, it, you know, goes the regular cycle of flushing. And then it sounds like an airplane taking off. Yeah. At the end. Mm -hmm. That's normal. It's a pump. Oh, okay. And then I think when the people upstairs flush their toilet, I hear it in my tub. Yeah. Probably never seen that before. Yep. Mm. And it also sounds like the fucking Asians that live upstairs are either playing basketball or ha- they have a mating pair of hippos. There's
0: mating pair. It's real big. Mating hippos. Mating hippos. Yeah. They're breeders probably. <laughs> <laughs> I'm opening this beard. and I'm diving right into it. Hold on. All right. What it got? smells tropical. It mm. does. It smells tropical.
1: Tropicalia. It is a 6.6 on the ABV scale. Yes, it does. It smells fruity as fuck, doesn't it? I like it. I'm excited for it. I think it'll be good. This is out of Athens, Georgia from Creature Comforts Brewing Company.
0: Uh, Do we want to give the Surgeon General's warning or no?
1: Is there a Surgeon General's warning?
0: There's a government warning. (laughs)
1: <laughs> government warning? Made, yeah. made with pesticides. 98.7. <laughs> pesticides.
0: It says government warning. And then according to the Surgeon General, I want to know who the Surgeon
1: General is. It was that, Um, I think he got fired. I think there's a new one, but it used to be the the bald black guy that used to be at all the press conferences there.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah.
1: I guess I didn't have. I guess that's how you. I mean, how else would I describe him?
0: I don't know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't ask me. Everything's a fucking slippery slope. <laughs> you know, I I listened to a goddamn thing today that was saying that. Um. Well. Uh. How is like they played a they played a clip first. The radio show played a clip of the the scene in Dumbo with all the black crows. Yeah. Doing the hey did it did it you know and they're talking about like well how is Disney handling this and he goes well uh when disney plus just first started out they had a one or two word uh warning about this scenes right now they've expanded it to almost two paragraphs but what wow. i but uh, what i think they ought to do is point out the scenes and like hit the scenes one by one like you who the fuck's going to read that description yes like if you're going to read that description, do your own fucking research if you're really that concerned that your children are going to see something that you don't want them to fucking see. Why the fuck do does the why it's fucking exhausting being a goddamn babysitter for the fucking universe. Yes, for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that fucking it any any of this shit is right. You know, fine. I don't think you should censor it cuz that's how the movie was fucking made. Exactly. But I also don't think that it's everybody's responsibility because
0: you're fucking to sensitive. To protect everyone's feelings. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is bullshit. Yeah. 100%. If you're offended by... I mean, well, I mean, it's like this show. If you're offended by the stuff that we say on the show, you don't, don't fucking listen yeah, to yeah, don't it. don't listen We to don't it. need it's you simple. to listen to it. And nobody cares that you're offended either. If you're... I mean, like, I, shit, there's shit out there that does offend me. But I don't like. I'm not on Facebook making posts about it, and I don't care because I know it. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it does. It's not a big fucking deal.
1: Look at my little like Paul walking around here with his fucking dick out, going, "Look at my little soldier in his helmet." Yeah. That's offensive. Yes, it right? is. We're just lucky that we only have one or two women that work here, right? <laughs> but let's be honest, their dicks are way bigger than his. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's what that's That is what happens when <laughs> Pick you fucking shows up
0: at Cinema One. Yeah. <laughs> when
1: you go to Cinema One for your fucking help, they've got some big ogs.
0: Alright, this is my new favorite beer. Uh, is it? Yeah, I like that a lot. It's fucking so
1: fruit look at it. Look at it's, not, it's it's not super clear. There's fruities floating
0: ta- in it. It doesn't taste as fruity as it smells. But it is perfect. Oh yeah, that's good. I like that. <sighs> the bitterness is it's not too much it's not too little it's not too like it's a little hoppy stout i like that Mm. it's a little bit hoppy yeah that's an all-day drinker
1: yeah for sure 6.6 too that's pretty fucking steep for an
0: all-day yeah like you get six beers into you and you're uh oh i've tried dude like absolutely it's not a good idea to be drinking and then play this game i got for us here okay yeah (laughs) Hold
1: on. What's a hammer mouth, and where can you get one at 3 a.m.? You're about to find out. It's time for Chip's Browser History.
0: Oh, oh <laughs> it's the floor is mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You're Chip. So. You're not James. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was. They have was this li- beer year round, by the way. I was a little confused. They, this isn't like a one off oh, really? or anything. They have this all the fucking time. So in, it's not a limited edition, right? Yeah. Now. And we
0: got it up here at the Food City. Food City. Yeah. yeah. I fucking love Food City. It's awesome. Yeah. Anyways, so for uh, for today uh, today's browser history, I got to thinking the other night. Oh, Jesus. After we did the episode where we learned what a uh, what a Mississippi moon cricket is. Okay. I was like, wow, I wonder what other words I've been saying for a long time that I should probably stop saying. I'm glad you preface this with if if you're offended by anything we
1: have yes. to say. And if this <laughs> you offends should...
0: <laughs> you, and if this offends you, then you're the fucking problem because we're not <laughs> being racist. Uh this is it's basically words that people really might not know are racist. Oh, like the yeah. Yeah, okay. Like I got you. Uh, like the, the Fox News lady saying Jigaboo to describe uh, lady, lady Gaga's, Gaga's <laughs> yeah. music. Yeah, She said, you really can't understand the words from all the Jigaboo music
1: going on <laughs> and on. And, and the little white girl had no idea what it meant. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and because,
0: you know, we're not, you know, not everyone in the South's fucking a racist asshole, and we're not all just down here Jigabooing it up, and <laughs> we don't know what all these fucking words mean, because <laughs> yeah. nobody not everybody fucking gives a shit and cares yeah. and you know, there's like a hidden dictionary. Apparently that apparently, like, like apparently. That and only- you find out new words every day. Like I've been saying that all the time. It doesn't mean that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to name off, I'm going to ask you some words and I want you to tell me whether or not you think they are racist. Oh fuck. I think everything's racist. Okay. <laughs> are you ready? Everything
1: we do is like, there has to be some <laughs> fucking racist backstory for everything we do it.
0: Hey, okay. the m- American dream. Yeah. Live it up. Uh, chink virus. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. That is racist. That's pretty fucking recent. (laughs) And. And uh, that's kind of like the whole thing is you shouldn't have to explain to anybody why chink virus is racist. Yeah. It is, you know.
1: They're just the word chink, never mind okay. virus. <laughs>
0: right? And okay. Uh, let's see what we especially
1: got here. right, Especially right now, the fucking dude just killed a fucking bunch of Asians in fucking
0: Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Screaming <laughs> screaming chink virus. Okay. Uh, so the first word on the list is peanut gallery. Is that racist? Oh it might have orange origins in
1: yes in, in it has uh,
0: racist oranges
1: what, what? <laughs> speaking of racist origins oranges have you what's Trump been up to? <laughs>
0: Okay, go ahead. Okay, <laughs> racist oranges. Uh, so for an example of someone a good band <laughs> <name>. <laughs> racist oranges. Yeah, <laughs> if someone's giving unsolicited advice in the comment section online or heckling in a theater, we might dismiss them as just complaints from the quote peanut gallery. Right. That's been around like that's a long time ago. Yeah, a really long time ago, apparently, because yeah. you know, the yeah. slavery thing. Oh, is that uh, where it's from? Uh, the peanut gallery was once used to refer to people. Black people who were sitting in the cheap seats in uh, va- vaudeville theaters. Yeah. And would throw peanuts on stage if they didn't like a performance rather than throwing tomatoes. Uh The first... Uh, wait, 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 wait. So does that
1: mean that the people that were down below were throwing tomatoes?
0: Yes. That's like, what I was getting like to. Like rich yeah.
1: people threw tomatoes and poor people yes.
0: threw peanuts. Yes. So, and That's they weird. would throw. So they would throw peanuts on stage if they didn't like the performance rather than throwing tomatoes. Yes, throwing food stuff on stage was once a thing. The first noted noted reference to throwing tomatoes after a bad performance came in the 1883 New York Times article describing actor uh John Ritchie being pelted with tomatoes and rotten eggs by an audience.
2: Oh,
1: wow. They brought that shit with them, too. Yeah. Who the fuck just walks around carrying rotten eggs and, tom- and p- tomatoes? They had to plan that shit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Somebody
1: didn't... Some The word got out that John Ritchie was So, like, asshole. if you're
0: going to see, like, Carlos Mencia at the comedy store... Yeah. And you, you want to throw... you going to put a tomato or two in your pocket.
1: Yeah. Well, I just like to wa- take a piece of paper and write somebody else's joke on it and throw it at the fucking stage, because eventually he's going to read <laughs> yeah, that bitch anyway. going to pick it up. <laughs>
0: He takes his gum out of his mouth and sticks it to his shoe and reaches over and gets it. All right. uh, So the second, these are kind of words and phrases. Uh, The second phrase here is grandfathered in or grandfather clause. Do you think that sounds racist? I don't think it does, but. Okay. Okay. Is it? So the phrase... I think everything you've come up with is a (laughs) racist phrase. So the phrase has a racially charged history. Its oranges go back to post-Civil War attempts to undercut the voting power of newly free black people by creating strict requirements for new voters, including literacy tests that did not apply literacy test that did not apply to the descendants of those who voted prior to nineteen or uh, eighteen sixty seven nineteen sixty seven eighteen sixty seven you know all the same. so
1: they if, uh, if you would have to go take a literacy test
0: to be able to vote yeah unless you voted the year before and you were grandfathered in okay so this is after the
1: Civil war yeah when they were trying to suppress voting in the South yes, because black people could now vote. Yeah. They were, you know, black men could vote.
0: Yeah. Women, women yeah, let's could, clear this up. Men yeah. could vote. Yeah. Easy there. Yeah. Uh, um, on paper, these rules didn't discriminate, but in practice, everybody understood how they would work. It was white people by and large who were grandfathered in to yeah, vote. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how they were
1: controlling the vote then. And they're trying to do it now. Um, yeah. They're trying to do it. They're, they're They're taking huge steps to try to do that now because Republicans are in the minority in the House, so that's what they're trying to do so that they can guarantee that they get the house back next time yeah. around oh they they'll
0: get it back next time
1: around. It's a pattern yeah it has it's it's, it's all it's correlated unless the uh, it's not
0: a scheme or a scam I don't think it's
1: like uh, a lot of people and I don't really know because I'm fucking not that old. But a lot of people say that what the Republicans are now, what mm-hmm. but what what the Democrats are now is mm-hmm. what the Republicans used, used to be. be. Yes. And what the Republicans are now is fucking insane. Yeah. Yeah. They're like way, way, way far out. Of, you know, like, I like it. Like, But there's still a few holdouts in the Republican yeah. Party. There's like going, you know, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Well, at most. It's become. I don't want to get into politics. That'll bring the whole thing down. Nah, but no, but I won't. It's it, gonna make it good. Well, I think that I think that uh because of people like Rush Limbaugh and shit like that, they create they've created this <sighs> instead of what's good for the people, they've created this let's fucking just beat the other team. Yes. At all costs. Fuck what's good for the
0: people. Yeah. We just wanna beat the other team. And that's how Republicans see the other side of it too. That's how they see Democrats. Well like the free everything is not seen as for what it's what they're actually trying to do is Republicans make, are seeing that as, oh, they're trying to get more fucking votes. So it's goddamn just a yeah, free everything free. Yeah. Come on, vote for us. It'll be free. It'll be free. It'll be free. You get right. a check. Here's some money. Right. It's free. Yeah. But what they're. Yeah. And I'm sure
1: that there are fucking Democrats that, that go at that angle.
0: Yeah. But oh, I, yeah, it's like that on both sides for sure. Yeah. Yes. oh, certainly. But I think a majority of people are in the middle about everything. Yes. Kind of, yeah. you know, but you don't see that. Shit, no. Those people keep their mouths shut because they're like, yeah, it's, it's not funny. a, it's not a train yeah. wreck. Like, it, exactly. nobody
1: stops to watch a car drive
0: down the road. They watch it, fucking exactly. Wrap around a watch the fucking okay. yes, exactly. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> third word on the list, yeah, jip uh, gyp or jipped. Yes, sounds racist, don't it? I like that word. No, I know it is. I, <laughs> okay, I uh,
1: I have a tattoo on my back. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I I, I I may have dated a few girls from France, mm-hmm. um, and I have a tattoo on my back that says Gypsy, and this French girl, the first time she saw oh, that was God. like, what the fuck does that mean? And like, she was uh, visibly fucking upset that yeah. I had that tattooed on me, because Gypsy in the 80s fucking in America was a completely different thing overseas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They did not like them. They still do not like them. They're nope. still they're still fucking like um like we were reading that news story the other night where they were made a fucking point of pointing out that that girl was not from our country. Yes, our <laughs> women do not give blowjobs. Stri- yes, yeah.
0: right, yeah. <laughs> This is a gypsy woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So when we feel shortchanged, cheated, or swindled, we might say we've been gypped out of something. Right. So uh, this one is racist because it's tied to the term gypsy, an offensive term that was used to uh, refer to the uh, the Romani people. Yeah. Is that how you say it? Romani? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who've long faced discrimination because of their darker skin, and they were uh, even enslaved in some parts of Europe. Yes. Still are. Um, allegedly Bulgaria yeah they are st- they're they are still
1: like being tossed like people have left the country from from Urma- that are from
0: Romania. <laughs> what the whole thing go- with people um uh, saying they were Turkish yes is that what it was yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought so um next word is uppity 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 you don't want people to think that we're uppity I say that a lot uh, yeah it's probably racist I think it is, because it's on this list, for one.
1: Yeah. <laughs> all You'd these be, words you are- You would be surprised <laughs> or, how much you know. shit
0: actually is racist. Yeah. That <laughs> it, it is just normal. I anormal. am, because some of these words, I'm like, wow, I've been saying that for a long time. So, yeah. like, uppity, I always say that if, like, I'm buying new pants or something, because yeah. I buy all my jeans from Buckle, because I'm a fucking asshole. From Buckle? Buckle, yeah. What is that? Buck- it's just that it, they make, like, I guess it's kind of like designer jeans, like what I'm wearing right now. But they're not like fucking. They're just blue jeans, right? And they're just like they've got like this. Uh, are they light? Yeah. And, but yeah, okay. and they're kind of they're kind of stretchy, but they're great work pants. Like I can stoop and get on my knees, and I can climb up on the tractor or get under a car or whatever. Right, right. And they don't just immediately tear in the crotch, you know, like regular jeans that are stiff as fuck. Can't get your knee up past right there, right? Without the jeans, is fucking yeah, right. And that's a, that,
1: and that's the price you pay for not owning. Up, uh, fucking racist jeans
0: yeah there you <laughs> go <Yeah. laughs> so anytime I go and get like cause I get probably two pairs of these at a time like once every probably two or three months I grab two pairs of them right. and they're about between like 50 and 65 dollars a piece Right, but they last a long time I've still got my very first pair i ever had like you know, three or four years ago and I'll get like one pair and my wife will be like oh, you don't want to get like another pair or two just in case I'm like no I don't want people to start thinking we're uppity right. and that's you know I use it like that yeah yeah, that's a southern southern thing. Um, but so, uh, if a black school superintendent says something critical about a certain department's performance, a white teacher might call the super detent, superintendent uppity behind her back. Uh, President Barack Obama and First Lady Michelle Obama were repeatedly called uppity during his administration. Yeah, by a lot of people. Uh, these days... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. Uh, these days, those who use the term to describe black people will usually claim ignorance over its racial overtones and say they simply meant uh, like haughty or Did you hear the,
1: the fucking, the, and if I had known this thing existed, I definitely would have fucking played it. We did the segment on um, the On This Day for Rush Limbaugh. He had a song out there, and I, I might have talked about it, but I he- actually heard it for the first time the other day listening to a thing. It was called uh, Barack the Magic Negro go on that's, that's, it was it's a fucking song that rush limbaugh used to play a lot on his show during the administration <sighs> had to google that yeah it, well yeah okay
0: not right now <laughs> no. let's I got, not get it canceled uh, immediately <laughs> <laughs> oh paul paul had t-shirts made <laughs> <laughs> we had like little buttons and stickers and everything <laughs> anyways all right next word on the list is paddy wagon Oh, yeah. You should know. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck St. Patrick's Day. uh, uh, Again, people who are
1: not fucking Irish, people (laughs) celebrating St. Patrick's Day, period. Because St. Patrick's is not fucking Irish. I know. There were never any fucking snakes in Ireland. You are not fucking Irish this whole kiss me I'm Irish pinch me because I don't fucking wear green <laughs> fuck you that's the equivalent of wearing blackface as far as I'm concerned
0: I thought you were going to say that's the equivalent of rape <laughs> uh, which is worse rape or blackface I think the, the you worst gotta answer thing, that huh? <laughs> you gotta answer it <laughs> which is worse <laughs> yeah rape or blackface uh, I, I think I think that the rape is probably a little bit fucking uh, worse you're not on the right side of history James <laughs> blackface probably. is the worst thing Ever is it? It is. I think being raped by someone with blackface on, oh, Robin Scott, <laughs> <laughs> we're canceled. That's it. Which is, uh... I can't wait to write the description for this whole show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. James was raped by someone wearing blackface. <laughs> oh, that's bad. Okay. Uh, what's ironic is he was a black guy. <laughs> He just wanted to make it especially bad. As a matter of fact, I think that white stuff around his eyes and lips, I think it was just ashy. <laughs> That's going to have to be cut out. <laughs> Anyways, Paddy Wagon has been called the last surviving last surviving Irish-American slur. No, it's not. You know more? Mick. Uh, hang on. Let me read through this. You I got to know pit these pit words. Okay. Uh, indeed, we might have forgotten about, about it had President Donald Trump not used it a few years back while disparaging <laughs> another ethnic group, Mexicans. Uh, Speaking of that, let's throw, let's, let's throw them wetbacks <laughs> in the paddy wagon. Orange Racist. <laughs> oh, God. Trump grilled against That's undoc- the first single off of Orange
1: Racist's fucking uh, first album. <sighs> throw them fucking wetbacks in the paddy wagon there you go
0: Jesus so trump railed against undocumented undocumented immigrants and claimed that his administration was rounding up MS13 gang members putting them in paddy wagons to get them the hell out of our country hey do you think if we made MS13 t-shirts that that, that our fucking people the
1: people that make our t-shirts would have a problem with that um i think if, if we just start selling MS13 t-shirts we'll take the power away from MS13 I think you're right.
0: I think I, I think. really, really do. If you just spread it around like it's just yeah. nothing, just like moms and kids, like uh, MS thirteen just... onesies, like <laughs> yeah. it means nothing anymore. Yeah, trying to think of how we can do it. Uh, we would have to do like right here over like the left breast, do like MS thirteen with like a floral design around it for women. Yeah, and then on the back it says like you know like bless this mess, live, laugh, love, MS thirteen. <laughs> yeah, my, my <laughs> there fucking you go. my. My kid's uh my kid's uh,
1: honor student because he's in MS13.
0: <laughs> We're going to make like football jerseys that says like proud dad MS13. Yeah. <laughs> proud mom MS13.
1: Yeah. That's really close
0: to proud boy though. <laughs> I don't care. I'm all uh, right with it. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? <laughs> Like we said before, if you don't like this, don't fucking listen to it. No. <laughs> uh so num- uh, so the next one on the list is the uh phrase long time no see or no can do. No can do? Yeah.
1: How is that how is that racist? I'm trying I to think know. how it could possibly But I do. say
0: no can do all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So you're fucking racist cuz you know. say it too. <laughs> I said
1: is it is it racist? <laughs>
0: you just said I don't know. Apparently, <laughs> it's on the list. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if it's been a minute since you've seen a friend, you might say long time no see. If your mom asks you to get a list of chores done by the end of the day and it's already 6 p.m., you might playfully answer, ha, no can do. The history of the phrases isn't innocent. No can do originally emerged in the 19th century to mock Chinese immigrants' speech patterns. Oh, really? Yeah. As for long time no see, it's debated whether the phrase originally mimicked or, uh, it says denigrated? Yeah. Chinese or Native American speech patterns. Where did it, where did it where was it? Who did that? Well, I it think it's it, talking think, about like Chinese immigrants coming over here and learning English.
1: Yeah, but I'm I'm always amazed that like pre computers and internet and shit like that that st- something like that spread virally nationwide. Like even that's
0: even before television and radio. I can see it though. No can do. I mean, yeah. if you're learning, I mean, like no can and do those are pretty i think those are kind of universal yeah but i'm saying like how
1: does it spread to where everybody uses that well no i don't maybe not everybody but you know it's a pretty common term i do it's like the thing with richard gear and hamsters how did that fucking get around (laughs) like there was no computers back then we just knew about it yeah it just got spread word of mouth across a country you know what i mean it'd be crazy something like that and not even being true yeah yeah. Well that's the thing. Most of this shit's not true. You know what I'm saying? Like most mm-hmm. of the shit like uh, fucking well they had to pump Rod Stewart's stomach, he had fucking uh, fucking eight hundred pounds of fucking semen or whatever the fuck the thing was. That went viral with no fucking computers, no internet. Were people writing that to each other in I letters? I guess. Like <laughs> you're never gonna believe what I heard. <laughs> sending it to fucking sending Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I guess and it's all not true shit like people want to believe shit that's just not true cuz it's it's absurd yeah like i saw a thing that said um somebody put a thing out there that said that, that west palm beach county was now separating their water fountains by people they were separ- they had separate water fountains for people who were vaccinated <sighs> and not vaccinated right i okay. sent you that yeah You're right yeah yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's shit's funny ain't it yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, but it's not true. I know. But you know how many people are going to see that shit
0: and go, oh, fuck, what the fuck's going on in West Palm Beach? That's why I sent it to you, because yeah. I saw it. Someone had shared it to me and said, wow, people really fucking believe anything. Right. <laughs> and then I got it, and I was like, that is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Pretty funny. <laughs>
1: But it's all this stuff that's not true. That yeah. just like everybody, like not everybody, but people will grab it and go, oh, it's true with doing zero research. Yes. And like, then share it to the- their 500 friends on Facebook. Right. That's the thing. Like yeah. the computer is destroying itself yes. because it's like it's at the yeah. same time it's spreading complete false sh- shit yeah you could easily look it up and prove that it's false and yes. and not fucking Most buy certainly. into the bullshit Most but certainly. they don't want it to, the people are so fucking lazy they don't want to take two fucking minutes to check it
0: Facebook made me answer a survey the other day yeah did it make you do it I don't know it's Facebook asked me they were like will you answer a survey about how we're doing and I'm like sure <laughs> yeah. how many governments have you owned overthrown this month <laughs> That's what I mentioned. <laughs> so it's like, do you like using Facebook? I'm like, nope. <laughs> they were like, rate us one through ten. I'm like, one? <laughs> yeah. And they were like, here's like a comment section. Leave, you know, tell us what you think about us. <laughs> I think,
1: I think uh, several countries fucking owe, owe their goddamn yep. fucking mm. newly found governments. Yes. Their newly found dictatorships yep. to you motherfuckers. Yeah. And they just tried to do it here. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's pretty bad. <sighs> Anyways, before we go any further, yeah. Next word on the list. Oh, okay. Blacklist, oh. blackball, black mark. Is that racist? <sighs> I'm gonna blacklist you.
1: Well, I mean, like the black mark is in in um, tre- in the book Treasure Island. Like that's a, it's an old ass book. Like I don't know if it's before slavery. Well, I guess nothing was before. So, I mean,
0: there's been slaves forever. Yeah, are still slaves today. I don't know. That's why it's hard for me to get behind the whole like uh, electric car thing. Why? Because the child labor overseas that goes into mining for those minerals for those lithium. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty bad, and people don't realize it. Yeah, Elon Musk's not a good dude. Not, not totally. Yeah. Um, I think he has, he has done a lot, and he has spent a lot of his own money on research and stuff. But some of the. Ways he's went about doing also, some things. He also continually manipulates his own stocks. Most certainly. Yeah.
1: He also got his business going because his father owned a fucking emerald mine in Africa where they fucking yeah. had
0: children digging for fucking yes. gems. And that's where, you know, most of those, the, uh, the four like main minerals in those batteries, it's like cobalt, manganese, something else, something else. Um, most of those minerals for all those batteries come out of the, uh, the Congo? Yes. And it's mostly child labor. Dude. Con- Hand digging. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Congo has a seriously fucked up history. If you yeah. ever get into that shit where they were like, yeah. when rubber was the was the thing. I know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. They fucking, that, that one uh, king from, I think, Belgium or something? you know the place that makes good beer he went down there and maybe enslaved an entire country and put them to fucking work
0: allegedly <laughs> calm down there's a lot of one handed motherfuckers
1: that didn't work hard enough yeah. in that country pretty um, crazy but anyways and forced breeding too there was a forced breeding fucking thing like they really had their <laughs> shit together like if you ever see the guys what'd that- you just say I mean, they they really had, they're really fucking organized. Yes, <laughs> they were like, they, when you think about like, Oh yeah, they definitely know how to organize their fucking slave trade. And like, they yeah. weren't even trading though. They just fucking put them all the to work, took all their fucking land. Yeah. Made go, went in there and would fucking like, uh, you know, take, take their fucking wives and say, here, sign this. And now we own everything. And, like, yeah. which means, and they would have them sign shit without even having to do that because like, oh, land ownership
0: meant nothing to those people. Yeah. uh, but anyway, so the symbolism of white as positive and black as negative is uh, pervasive in our culture. Uh, Watts Jones has highlighted many terms with negative meanings that reference blackness in the English language. She wrote in two thousand four. Color is related to extortion, blackmail, uh, disrupt, black mark, rejection, blackball, banishment, blacklist, impurity, uh, not the dr- not the driven snow, and illicitness. Black market. What is the There's a term that I just learned,
1: um, uh, black box, but it's, uh, is it black screen? I'm trying to, uh, no, that's, that's not it. Anyway, the, the people in the people that were protesting up in Portland Mm -hmm. stole this from, uh, other countries, other protesters around the world where they would wear all black, cover their face, no fucking emblem. It was basically so that they couldn't be recognized through cameras. Mm Mm-hmm. There's no distinguishing marks, everything's covered, no tattoos showing, that type of a thing. It's black something, yeah. But they started using that. I just realized, re, I, I just saw that recently, and realized it was racist. No, I realized I was re- reading all these different tactics that they were like that they had stolen from other people around the world. Mm-hmm. You want to know where? Fighting back against the police because you know, just in case. Just, <laughs> just in case. It's good to it's back g- the blue, but just in case. Just, just
0: in case shit gets weird. Good. you know what else is pretty cool up there at the army navy store huh. they have a uh, a collection of uh like training manuals and books that have been like declassified from the u.s military oh yeah and it's like different books over like hand-to-hand combat different you know fighting techniques um improvised bombs impro- improvised weaponry improvised ammunition um what was the other thing one the one that that I was most intrigued by was the improvised bombs, but also there was like that, and there was two other books that were like bomb related. Right, that was all improvised. That was basically stuff you go to town and you can pick up and bring home. It was basically like (sighs) like mass bombing one hundred and one. So if you're doing some Christmas shopping this year, <laughs> for your for your 15-year-old grandson that hasn't left his bedroom in 2 years mm-hmm. and uh, <laughs> dyes his hair black, and and there you go.
1: <laughs> full circle. Full- <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, one last word. This is it and then I'll leave you alone. Okay. Cuz I figured out in the first 3 words you're racist. <laughs> so the turn ter- uh, the the phrase off the reservation. Oh, yes. Okay. My dad was raised on a
1: reservation in Oklahoma. Was he? Yeah. And the when he was a kid, Jesus, he was born in. So it had to be early fifties, mm-hmm. or maybe late forties, maybe late forties. The uh, the Native Americans would uh, get a check every fucking week or month or whatever the fuck it was, and they would come into town and they would buy a bunch of shit, get a bunch of booze, fucking drink it up. And then leave town. And my dad would get paid by the local car dealership dude because they would come in and buy a fucking car and then wreck the bitch on the way out of town. Yeah. He would go and pay my dad to go get the fucking keys and the paperwork out of the glove box Mm -hmm. and bring it back to him. And then he would report the shit stolen. (laughs) (laughs) You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. And this is like a, my dad's a little kid at the time. Yeah, that's the that's where he grew up. Yeah, yeah. So he's fucking like digging through like bloody fucking <laughs> you know people to get
0: <laughs> fucking the <laughs> to car get in key, the glove key
1: box. to make like a dollar.
0: <laughs> yeah, Yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. Uh, the Oxford English Dictionary defines "off the reservation" as a metaphor meaning to deviate from what is expected or customary. To yeah. behave unexpectedly or independently, Hillary Clinton was criticized for using it in the run-up to the twenty sixteen election, and for a good reason. The phrase is rooted in the forced relocation of Native Americans uh, <laughs> in the nineteenth century. It referred to Native Americans leaving the reservation land to which they had been confined. Right, uh, Rob Rob Capricioso, whatever the fuck his name is, a citizen of the Salt Tribe of Chippewa Indians and the Washington, D.C. Bureau Chief for Indian Country Today, explained why the phrase is so frustrating in a 2014 interview with NPR's Code Switch. I bristle when I hear the phrase because many of the people who use it nonchalantly have likely never thought about its origins, nor have they probably ever visited a reservation. Mm, I have. Yeah, me too. It's not about political correctness either. It's about helping the majority realize that there is a minority point of view that holds weight, that the majority is giving it too little credence. To me, there are indeed many more offensive words involving American Indians than this phrase, including the name of Washington football team. But I believe it is the common use of phrases like off the reservation that allows people to end up being comfortably going further yeah. to the point of using a slur to name a football team that supposedly honors Indians, but not realizing that it's actually a sir slur. Right. Are they talking about the Redskins? No, they're talking about Washington football team.
1: Oh. You racist oh. motherfucker.
0: <laughs> 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 I meant the Washington Redskins.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They've changed their name. What is it now? The Washington football team. It's fucking stupid. Yeah. That's so dumb. Well, it's kind of a generic. Yeah, I know. Uh, it, it, I I take it as like being a generic fuck you. Yeah. So Like you're you're not going to tell us what to do. Yeah. I have a I believe a Redskins jersey. Uh, a Redskins. I think it's a Redskins Michael Vick jersey. <laughs> that is like the most. <laughs> That's as bad as you can get. I I like to go to thrift stores and buy for fucking football jerseys. And yeah. And flip them.
0: You keep it right next to your uh, your OJ Simpson jersey.
1: No, but I I do have I have a Michael Vick. I got a picture of my son wearing the Michael Vick, covered with fucking pit bulls.
0: <laughs> I've like got playing with them. Uh, I've got a Michael Vick jersey. Yeah, a Michael Vick Atlanta Falcons jersey. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's Atlanta Falcons. Before,
1: you know, you before know, all the on the dog one of our stuff. one of our fucking news stories covers. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this fucking this dude that's uh. In India. Yeah. And he's cockfighting. Yeah. And apparently they're tied knives to their feet. Yeah. Gavs. Yeah. hmm And this thing catches him in the fucking uh,
0: balls and mm-hmm. cuts him and he bleeds out. So fuck him. your shit up. It's like a, uh, some of them. So some of them are, uh, are knives. They're kind of like a, almost like a, 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 what the hell are they called? Uh, almost like scalpels. hmm And then the other ones are kind of just like hooks. That are just super – they're really thin and they're very fucking pointy and they curve. Yeah. So, yeah. So, he, fuck you he up. bleeds out. Mm-hmm. And now the, the rooster
1: or chicken or whatever it is mm-hmm. is being held because they need that chicken to appear in court. <laughs> All right. Because I guess – I don't know that they're charging the chicken with murder. Yeah. But they need to – explain to the people like this is why he was murdered (laughs) yeah i don't know how it works here's the suspect and the only reason i say this is because a dude that's in india cockfighting yeah makes you and you know that that motherfucker does that like he's not doing that as a hobby that is a professional source of income yes that's that dude is very serious about his cockfighting
0: have you ever been to a cockfight no never Okay. No, I just um, I,
1: but I grew up around a lot of it because uh, there's a lot of uh, Hispanics that do it in down in yes. South Florida.
0: Oh, sorry. there's a lot uh, here that do it too. Yeah,
1: it's a it's a cultural thing. Yeah, from, yeah. But uh, compared to that dude, mm-hmm. Michael Vick is a fucking complete amateur. Yeah, like he didn't. Oh God. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm not defending Michael Vick. Yeah. I don't. I love dogs. I love we it. we know, <laughs> <laughs> but that's. <laughs> But like, there are people who are way more involved in it than Michael Vick was. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll wrap this up. We can wrap it up and save some of this shit for the next one. It's
0: fine with me. We could do the next one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we, we probably should. Yeah. <laughs> All um, right, guys. Well, so you want to do a you want to do a recap? <laughs> what did we talk about? A bunch of racist shit. <laughs> Everything uh, is racist. <laughs> everything is racist. You think about Ron Jeremy in the middle of the night. Yeah, Chattanooga whiskey to pregame. That's yeah. that's how yeah, these shows are the, good. Just leave that motherfucker right there. We'll that's do the it. secret. Yeah. That is the secret. Had to get all limbered up. Yeah, got to stretch a little bit. Yeah, I'm ready for a cigarette. Are you? Yeah, I like how it doesn't matter how it. I feel like the way I grew up in the life i've lived so far it doesn't matter how educated i am at any point in my life i'm still white trash enough to smoke cigarettes <laughs> oh you know what i'm going to put that on my list for next week well, there you go write that down
1: <laughs> no there's, there's a there's, there's something i want to talk about
0: next week okay all right this is going to be fun yeah it is i'll we'll see you next time all right thanks everybody for listening yep. bye bye
2: ruining the show.